0: You're listening to the Wizard Factory Audio Podcast, streaming now from Spotify, iTunes, and other major platforms. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The Wizard Factory. Today's episode will be episode eight called Empowered, Inspire, and Encourage. And we wanted to sort of do a special episode to sort of unpack um, one of our kind of main taglines, if you will. You've probably seen this in some of the posts on Facebook or um being said at the end of our episodes and it's it's something that we just brian and i kind of came up with collectively that really just encapsulates in a very short but symbolic and deep way very profound way um what we really are aiming to accomplish with the wizard factory so essentially um you may or may not have heard of a concept called the trivium or as it correlates to the Trinity, which is very, you know, is found in in many different religious and spiritual traditions worldwide. And um, essentially what, what it can be broken down to in simple terms is you have knowledge, understanding, and then the wisdom, which is applying that knowledge. So essentially, um, empower, inspire, encourage correlate to those three stages. Uh, empowered means to have the knowledge because we've all heard knowledge is power. Inspired because you can see that the word spirit is in that word, inspirited, inspired. And that's sort of that, that feminine passion aspect that is essential you can't you can't just have the knowledge alone if you don't care about it Um, and so those two combined and then put into action with the element of courage as well because you can also care and know but if you don't have the courage to act you're going to stay frozen in fear and therefore just as inert and helpless as if you didn't have the knowledge or the care at all to begin with. So, um, that is an introduction, just kind of an overview. Uh, Brian, would you like to riff on anything I said or,
1: uh, no, I think you did a a really great job of the, the introduction of it. Um, and you know, I, I think it'd be good to look at, you know, it, you know, and look at each one of these and break them down here where, you know, Uh, to be empowered, you know, first off you, you know, we can look at, you know, it's a, it's obviously the foundation, uh, in the Mm -hmm. correlation to the trivium and that we have to first start with a a place where we're coming from a place of empowerment. So coming from the mindset of the spiritual warrior rather than a victimhood mindset. Um, and when we step into that place of empowerment right from the very beginning, um, taking it back with, you know, to the principle mentalism, uh, when we're empowered uh, and actively seeking knowledge to raise our awareness that sets us up for uh, a lot more progress that we can make as we you know work through and then we can come to the place of really learning to be inspired you know like really to to have that care and to you know to experience that woe you know um as we like to talk about that fury of self-awareness where um it it is just the passion and the drive for the knowledge that you're gaining and the experience that you're having that you can come into. Um, and obviously, you know, encourage, you know, um, to be, uh, encouraged, you know, and to actually be able to enact your will and take action towards what you need to achieve. Um, that's obviously the final step that has to happen in order for anything anything of the that came previous to it to actually be of use you know you have to actually take (laughs) anything put it into uh put it into action but uh, i think that's a good little uh introduction into that um Mm -hmm. and then we you know i hit on it there a little bit but i guess we could talk about um what is the mindset of the spiritual warrior and this is something you know uh i'm sure people have heard us talk about before But, um, you know, in the Norse tradition, obviously, you know, there's the understanding that, um, those who die in battle will go to Valhalla. And I think there's, uh, a general misunderstanding, you know, where people think that's only dying in physical battle. But I think a lot more of the esoteric side of it is that dying in battle is being willing to face that ego death, that you're willing to sacrifice yourself unto yourself, just like Odin did you know when he sacrificed his eye in the well of Mimir or he hung himself on the Yggdrasil um, and he gained the knowledge of the runes which it's through that that he gained his self-mastery and became Odin. Um, So being willing to sacrifice yourself unto yourself your lower self for your higher self and Mm. come to that awareness because every time you're admitting you're wrong in a really serious way you know and you're totally ripping apart your world and rebuilding your image that's it. Feels like dying in battle uh, a lot of times. More so, that ego death can even be more intense for some people than actual physical death. You know, where we can see, you know, a lot of times, if people they suppress this and then they never want to face their issues and they keep suppressing it to the point that they, you know, from the shamanic perspective, actually manifest disease that will actually mm-hmm. kill them because they've come so stagnant. So, um, being willing to die in battle is being willing to to constantly face that um that death in every moment um but those who live like that you know they they live in valhalla um and i think that's a very interesting thing to look at and there's there's a lot more we could break uh break down with it too um if we really Yeah want I'm,
0: to. Oh, I, I, w- I, w- I want to expand on there. you know you you could almost look at it like um, you could almost look, look at it like what, what you're going into battle with, it, it, you know, when you say the words dying unto yourself or, or sacrificing mm. yourself to yourself. You know, that can sound a little bit cryptic and confusing to some people, perhaps, but mm. what it really is when you think about it is the false self. That your ego has identified with it. The constructs of your identity that you think that you are or that you've been programmed to think you are or told to think that you are and actually you aren't. That's the parts of yourself that are dying at your own hand. You're looking into that mirror fearlessly to see who you truly are and to recognize who you are not and put the sword to those concepts and put them to death and rid yourself of them and cleanse and and purge and move past that. That's what it means to enter Valhalla, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's glorious. That's where the true glory of battle is not fighting overseas for some sick fucks and their greedy agendas is the glory of battle of, of becoming your truest self And living fearlessly and looking you know the death of your false self directly in the eye
1: Mm -hmm. no i think that that's definitely very well said there um you know and we can see in the mythos too in valhalla it says you know the warriors that they're they're battling each other and at the end of the day they kind of feast and drink together and that seems like a Mm. very strange concept especially to like westerners and things like that you know like but you know if you were to think about it you know them slicing off each other's limbs uh, and battling during the day you could actually see that as warriors who are uh in a metaphorical sense slicing off each other's limbs y- each other's illusions they're helping mm. each other battle like in consciousness and, uh, and to actually help each other you know um, better themselves come to a higher warriors. awareness and then at the end of the day when they're done with that obviously they feast together because they're doing that as brothers so having that mindset that um it's okay to have, you know, to, to, I guess, in the sense of battle, to have other warriors help you challenge yourself. And that may include having to slice off some of your illusions uh, that you may hold,
0: feel as part of yourself. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And um, what's so very beautiful about this allegory is if you think about it, the things that divide us as brothers, as men are the illusions. Mm-hmm. The, when the delusions the are removed, we realize that you are me and I am you and we are just love all interconnected in, in the all. And so by slicing each other's limbs off, we're actually able to love each other more closely because we've removed those barriers between you and I and realize we're not enemies at all. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very very well said. Very well said. Yeah. Um, and then
1: I think we could also look at kind of the, the flip side of this of uh, uh, what I think you uh, summed it up really well, uh, calling it the unholy trinity. Mm, um, yeah.
0: Would you like to tell us that? From, yeah. That's a concept that it, anyone who studies um, uh, esoteric, you know, mason, masonry, Freemasonry, um, those are the three uh, uh, tools that were put that were used to put Hiram Abiff to death Uh is ignorance, apathy and cowardice or sloth. Those two kind of, you know, both work in tandem because, you know, it's like you can care, but not have the balls to do anything about it. Or you could, you could, uh, you could have the courage, but you don't care enough to take action as well. Um, And those are, those are essentially the death of consciousness you know those are the true enemies mm-hmm. of, of any human being and we and it's ironic when you look at it that way we actually all have the same enemy and it's not you or i or each other it's ignorance apathy and cowardice because the the irony of the satanic m- mindset where everyone's trying to compete as if there's only one you know, one slot for first place. When essentially we can all win. There, success and and um, you know, prosperity is not a scarcity. It's not a commodity that is measurable. Everyone has access to it. So, cutting each other down for something, you know, to to get more of it yourself is actually completely you know it's madness it, it, it makes no sense it's not based in reality because it's not a finite resource we can all win and in fact we're all trying to get to the same place and how much easier would this life's hard enough right we could actually cooperate and help each other all get to the finish line
1: yeah no i think that's definitely good to look at too and you know um you know, when we tie this back with the trivium process, seeing that obviously how it can start with, um, ignorance, you know, uh, we can look and see that, you know, and this could work both ways, but that how fear and ignorance are really the foundation of the system. They're the Mm. foundation of the mind control because sometimes, uh, people are afraid of certain things because they're ignorant of them. They're just, Mm. they're not educated on them. They don't know what they're talking about. So then they're afraid of something. Uh, but then a lot of times people will choose to remain ignorant because they are afraid so it can kind of play both ways with that but I think it's very um, interesting that it's they're both states of being disempowered because when you're ignorant you don't have knowledge you know we've all heard the, the phrase knowledge is power well lack of knowledge is lack of power um and obviously if you're if you're stuck in a fear-based mindset or a victimhood mindset you're not going to have the power to actually ever want to be able to take action uh towards the things that you need to to actually achieve what you want um so i think it's very interesting to look at how those become you know that foundation uh on which things are built and then you know apathy obviously being um the opposite of the true care you know it's just not caring at all so if you don't have the knowledge if you're totally ignorant and you're afraid and then you just don't care of course you're never actually going to get to that step where you take the action um, so then yeah. you see uh, it's a continuation that continues through cowardice or laziness
0: Um, right and you see that a lot in our culture you know all these people saying like don't give a fuck like it's such just this cliche of just like not caring about anything and you know bud light up for whatever it's just like oh whatever I don't care whatever drink beer don't care you know it's made to be cool you know like it's cool to not care in, in, in like mainstream society um you know zero fucks given You know, it's all there. Like you hear this stuff all the time. And I mean, it it is a balance because sometimes people care too much about things that they shouldn't when they're stuck in their left brain, they're, they're overly analyzing and micromanaging people's perceptions of them. And in that way, it's good to not give a fuck, but you see that that kind of gets very imbalanced, you know, in that way. Mm -hmm. But in my own personal experience, um, it was actually, the acquisition and integration of knowledge uh, uh, that raised my consciousness that actually generated the care because it's, it's kind of like take just an easy example, like diet, right? Most people are pretty ignorant of diet and therefore they don't care to clean up their diet. But then if you start telling them about all the poisons and the chemicals and the hormones and all this crap that's in the food, if they actually acknowledge that and, and understand that that's factual, then they'll start to care a little bit more because they're like, Oh wow. Like now I know I can't just ignore this anymore and now I have to care. So, you know, and that, that, that has genuinely been true in my experience all the way around, you know, even like things like um, I, I was actually concerned at my, a connection to animals like my cousin was super super like all about animals and i was more interested in video games and stuff like that and i found that the more spiritual i became not only were, were animals more like receptive and connective to me but i found an affinity and more of a care for them as well so it's just little things like that like i think the knowledge kind of helps bring about the care because you know it's easy to care when you're just ignoring ignorancing things but once you know it's really hard to keep yourself cut off from that care because the more you know the realize how connected to everything we are and then when you see how connected it's hard to not care because you realize you're you're just as much a part of everything else
1: right i think that's a great point and what it really leads in uh well to the the other thing we wanted to hit on which was the responsibility because that's what right. that's what it is doing you're becoming aware of the knowledge and then you that responsibility comes uh to where you actually then have to okay so i'm aware of this pattern i'm aware of whatever's going on now i have to choose to either be you know continue to stay in ignorance and not you know, be apathetic and the coward, not do anything about it, or actually, you know, uh, go about it in the correct way, which is to inform yourself where you have the knowledge, you have the proper understanding, and then you know how to take proper action
0: towards that in alignment with cosmic law. Mm. Right. So that, that responsibility has to be directly related to that, that third component of, of, action and, and application because you you just can't have the knowledge and care uh, and not feel that energetic drive pushing you to action. You know, it's like if you care, if you're, if you're in your empathy and then you see injustice happening, you feel anger. And what does anger make you do? It makes you want to take action. You know, like to stop what's happening or, or to create change, you know. So, yeah, that responsibility definitely has to come about through through the knowledge and the care. And see, you know, it's funny how I was just thinking like how it works backwards. Like you do have to, ser- to care to some degree in order to take the knowledge in as well. They do play to each other but I think ultimately because we are interacting with the universe and because of the natural law and consequences that are in place, your ignorance is going to lead inevitably to chaos and suffering, which is going to make you care. Like the more you continue to beat your head on the rocks, the less you really can get away with, I don't care, Well, you better start caring, you know, because, yeah. At the end of the day, nobody wants chaos, really. You know what I mean? mean, Good is objective. It's what's good. It's what's in harmony with with nature and, and love and balance and all the things. And people who think that they want chaos, that's not their authentic self. That desire for chaos is a manifestation or a symptom of their sickness. And nobody wants to be sick. It's like saying you know, you wanna have cancer or something like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. No, absolutely.
1: Um I think that's a very very good uh metaphor for that, um, for sure. But um see, I think that, that's pretty much what I had uh for the most part on uh I said on this this episode is gonna be you know, a little bit uh doing this one a little bit shorter here than what we uh typically do, but one to get this mm-hmm. tag on uh kind of introduced it out there so people can um really understand and dig into what we're really saying when we say this um yeah uh was there anything else that you had to add logan (laughs) my little guy (laughs) oh i thought that was a cat that's hilarious that's my son he's fighting bedtime
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah all right. Um, no, I think that's that's pretty much all I have on this. I mean, that's a you know, it's a pretty straightforward, nice, neat little package. Um, fairly simple concept on the surface, but Brian, like you talk about the complicated simplicity. It's yeah, very simple yeah. in theory, but you could take this one concept and sit there and just think about it. And there's layers upon layers of of depth. You know, if you're really trying to dig into it. So, I mean, again, this is why we chose this as a central, you know, concept to really focus and, and deliver like sort of our mission statement as the Wizard Factory, because ultimately we want to empower, inspire, encourage others um, to, to, you know, to share this path with us so that, like I said earlier, we can all cross the finish line together, you know, as brothers and sisters in the human family. So. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's
1: what it's all about. It's all about is you know empowering the self and then, you know, taking that and helping others do the same.
0: Mm. And that's that's sort of the true lesson here. I think is that it never everything that we're taught and and conditioned and programmed is so backwards and just so not right. Not 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 right. Oh, as in like solely a moral term but the reason those correlate is because it's also incorrect there is a better way to think to adopt the satanic mindset where you're just going to step on everybody to get yourself ahead you're never going to really get ahead because even if you get all the money and i mean you know look at statistically the the depression and the you know pharmaceutical antidepressants among wealthy people you know they think that they thought they would have it all by getting the job getting the money all this and that but ultimately because they're not in alignment with their true self and their true path it's it's not fulfilling to them whereas if we all help each other not only is it helping us but helping everyone else as well so, you know, it's both selfish and selfless, because by helping you, I'm helping myself. We all win. That's what I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. by giving away everything you desire and trusting that Gabo energy, everything is going to come back to you tenfold, and we all can yep. live in that abundance. Absolutely. So yeah, um, I think that's a, that's going to wrap up this short little kind of mini episode. Um, but, you know, really think about these concepts. Like I said, very, very simple on the surface, but you could really dive into this stuff, really. So um, I guess, you know, until next week, thank you for watching and be empowered, inspired and encouraged. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wizard Factory podcast. We hope you'll join us again next week as we continue to explore deeper understanding of the universe and ourselves.